Hello, hello, GSEC podcast at it again. Um, apologies in advance if this is a little bit rough. We are trying our best here, um, but here we are. Uh, my name's Emmy. I use they, them pronouns. Uh, my name's Alyssa. I use she, they pronouns. And my name is Haley. I use they, them pronouns. And today we're going to just kind of be... St- we're just going to be spitballing our ideas. Our main topic is going to be gender, gender dysphoria. We're going to go over some binding, um, like how to safely bind and stuff like that. But I hope you enjoy this very messy, all over the place thoughts because it will be fun. <laughs> yes, yes. And we're going to be talking about all of, like, all things related to trans bodies because... This week is Love Everybody's Week, which is an event on campus centered around empowerment and self-acceptance and I don't want to say body positivity, but things in that realm. So, like I said, we're going to talk about trans bodies and we're going to start with everybody drum roll really obnoxiously. (laughs) Sounds like garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Dysphoria. (laughs) Yay. Well, not yet. <laughs> it really sucks. It really sucks, yeah. Um, you want to start? Emily? Yeah. I feel um, like you're... Yeah, I can just... I'll just go. So, I am a trans non-binary individual who would probably fall more on the agender side. Um, and that just means I think gender is stupid. Um <laughs> So, I first started experiencing dysphoria when I got boobs, and I didn't understand that it was chest dysphoria. I just hated the way that shirts fell on my body. I didn't understand why there was, like, two mounds on my chest under the shirt, Um, and so I'd wear a lot of, like, the bralette things that didn't have, like, the individual cups in it to try and, like, not accentuate that part. Flat bras. Yeah, flat bras, but then also, like, being stuck with the like in the heteronormative society and trying to like accentuate your boobs and your hips and your hourglass figure to try and like get men to like you um but I think all of this would have been easier if I was told that I could question my gender when I was a child um but no one's told that you just kind of figured out yourself and I guess I figured that out when I got to college and found a queer community I didn't have one in my hometown, um, so I think that's kind of, like, what started everything was the chest dysphoria, and as soon as I, whoa, sorry, as soon as I figured out that it was chest dysphoria, that's when, like, this whole gender spiral, like, started, um, Haley, do you have an experience? Um, I'd say my experience sounds, like, pretty similar to yours, I think definitely, as like a teenager I was experiencing a lot of dysphoria and just like dislike of like my body and also like how I was perceived by others Mm -hmm. and like even still like on a day-to-day like I just like I don't know I just have like I feel like there's a difference between like the perception of how I perceive myself versus how like others perceive me Mm -hmm. based on my appearance Mm -hmm. and that makes me uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) yeah and that is super valid. I feel like I'm on the other end. Mm-hmm. Like, I was raised a girl. I was raised a very feminine girl. I also was a dancer. And if you know anything ever about being a dancer mm-hmm. is that it can be really hard on your body. And not physically. 
just standing in front of a mirror and looking really big and long and have having somebody tell you how your body should look is mm-hmm. really it's not cool. And if that's something that you've experienced, I'm so sorry. Um but I never really felt any I've never really super felt any dysphoria around the way that my body like with my external like secondary sex characteristics I've never really felt like that I've just always kind of felt like a masculine girl and up until recently I was like I'm just a masculine girl I just don't like to do feminine things I just don't like the way that my ribs stick out I don't like the way that I don't like the way I don't I don't even have a word for it so I'm not even gonna go there (laughs) but um I wanted to share that because I think it's important to point out that not, like, chest dysphoria is very common among people that don't consider themselves cis, and if you don't have that, you're still normal, sort of. I just didn't have that until, like, my sophomore year, junior year of high school, my best friend was just like, you're a really masculine girl. Like, you present really femininely, but, like, on the inside, and the way you talk to people, and the way you interact with people, like, you just seem very not feminine. And I it never bothered me until maybe like three months ago and then I was having all these conversations with my best friend and things that they were talking about and I was like oh my god (laughs) Uh uh-oh and then I was like maybe I should get a binder and feel that out Mm -hmm. and see if I like the way that presenting masculine on the outside if that matches how I feel on the inside Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't consider myself I don't consider myself trans I just consider myself on the like demi spectrum because I'm still attached to certain aspects of like femininity and I'm still trying to figure out if that's just because I was raised that way Mm -hmm. and because I was taught that like you're a girl this is what girls do this is what girls like um but yeah, I think that's like a really good way um, of trying to figure out who you are um, apart from what society tells you who you should be. I think when like I was experiencing, I hated my body so much and I couldn't understand why I hated myself so much. And so then I started breaking down, well, what do I hate about myself? And then I was like, okay, well, I hate this thing about myself. Why do I hate that? Who told me that I should hate that? Do I actually hate that now that I know who put that voice inside my head or that thought inside my head and separating your thoughts from the way that society like thinks the world should be is a very good way of figuring like who you are you know figuring out like what you want in right life. like like figure it out for yourself question things for yourself like create your own definition for masculinity femininity gender androgyny like Gender is subjective, and so you can... It's different for everyone. You just have to figure out, like, what your gender means for you. hmm And one of my really good friends... The friend that you remind me of, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> um, their name is Carly. And one of the first people I ever met that, like, used gender nonconforming pronouns, and I was like, dude, give me the rundown. I'm having a moment. <laughs> and 
they were like, gender is a performance. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's not actually real. Yeah. It's not real. Gender can be, like, literally anything, like, you want it to be. Like, you don't have to fit into, like... Like, obviously, like, the gen- like the binary genders are so deeply ingrained in society that, like, it's hard to step out of that and, like, look at gender as a spectrum. But, like, once you realize that, like, it's flexible, like, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... Like, once you do figure out who you are, and then you start either presenting however you want, or, like, you feel like you present a certain way, but then society perceives you a different way, that's, like, an entirely different struggle. Like, as soon as you figure it out, and then you're like, wait, why is everyone still perceiving me as a girl, just because Mm -hmm. I have these parts, or whatever. And I think that's something that trans bodies and non-cis bodies will have to fight with with for a while and I think that's why you kind of form and find your community and like your people so that you find people that see who you are on the inside I think that's a super good point and I saw something and I was trying to explain it to my roommate um and she was like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) and um so I saw this little thread and it said people that use gendered pronouns in conjunction with non-gendered pronouns like myself um it's really important to press that people use your non-gendered pronouns in public spaces because I don't have the luxury, uh, or I have the luxury, excuse me, of not being misgendered. You can refer to me as using she, her, and that is still validating to me, and you can use they, them, I wish people would use that more, but, and that's still validating to me, and I didn't get it at first because it was like, if and the special stipulation that was with that was like if you are not trans but you use these pronouns and i i it was like a mind fuck for a second i sat there and i was like what <laughs> and then i had to like deconstruct it and i was like okay this is a privilege for me to consider myself at least on some spectrum a woman i think i'm trying out the like demi girl label mm-hmm. um but that's a luxury that you have, and I just thought that that was something that I should point out in case there are any other individuals that use gendered pronouns in conjunction with non-gendered pronouns, that it is important that you advocate for your non-gendered pronouns to be used for people like my favorite humans over here. <laughs> I would also say advocate for people to use like your non-gendered pronouns for yourself. Like tell people I use they she pronouns or she they pronouns or whatever pronouns you use and like tell them that you want them to use both sets of pronouns because so many people will continue to just use the like more traditional pronouns just because like it's easier for them or like it's just like the first one that comes to your mind like whatever the case is but like part of like accepting yourself is like having other people like be conscious of your gender Mm -hmm. So I would just add that don't be afraid to, like, tell people to use both sets of pronouns if you use more than one set. Mm -hmm. Hit me, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do we want to get into bonding? Yeah. Um, Titty squishers. Titty squishers. Yeah, for sure. Um, There's various ways that you can bind. There's some safer versions and then some not as safe versions, but... 
if you're battling dysphoria, it kind of doesn't matter to you. Um, and I've kind of figured that out myself. Um, there, so the traditional binder is just like a form of clothing like that you wear that just compresses your chest. And if you have a larger chest, um, the way that you pull your chest down will be different than someone with a smaller chest. Um, like me, I have like a, like a, a bigger chest than my other non-binary friend. And so binding for them is easy. They just put it on and go. But for me, it's constantly having to like situate and stick your hand in and reposition things. Um, for me, it works if I pull them to the side <laughs> rather than just down. Um, so hopefully that's a good tip for some people. Um, I've also been experimenting with trans tape, which is um, like KT tape of some sort um, that you can wear like in water. You can shower with it um, and you can wear it for like... It worked in water. It, yeah, dope. it's supposed to be so like you can go like swimming with it, um, and you can wear it for a few days at a time. But there are still like you're wearing a, like a bandaid essentially like on your skin for multiple days. And so for me, having sensitive skin, I can't wear it for more than one day because um, when I do take it off, um, I'll have rashes and I'll get like wounds and stuff like that that you do have to care for. So if you are someone that binds, you have to love and continue to care for your body because I'm I took my trans tape off a few days ago and I still have the adhesive stuck to me and I still have like um like wounds that I'm putting like aloe on and like you have to just keep up with the care side of it if you are going to use these um forms of binding Cause, yeah because you don't want to harm yourself more you have any experiences with binding? Any tips? I have never personally used a binder or owned a binder. I haven't, like, felt the need necessarily. Um, something I would say, though, is, like, sports bras. I know they're ugly, <laughs> but, like, they have, like, not the same flattening, like, um, effect as, like, a binder would give you. Mm -hmm. But it's still... Um, doesn't give that like same type of like silhouette that like a regular bra would so if you're trying to be like on the down low with like your appearance um as far as that goes like sports bras are definitely a way for you to get around that mm -hmm. and kind of no matter what you do like regular binder or sports bra or something that I'm sure like getting a smaller sports bra might help or like yeah. some people double up on them mm -hmm. I've seen that too um do not be embarrassed to go to the bathroom and pull it up and take a few breaths. I know that for me, when I'm wearing my binder on like long days and stuff like that, um, I get one, it kind of just gives me anxiety because of the compression of it. And you can't like, you should be able to take a full breath, but sometimes you're <laughs> fighting against it. It's not, again, you're battling dysphoria. And so it's, I'm going to do what makes me not dysphoric, even if that like, could cause me potential harm and how I combat that is if I am feeling more anxious if I can't feel like I can take a breath you have to take yourself away and give yourself like the space to you know pull it up um take a few breaths like if you're wearing it for all day like take five minutes in the bathroom just by yourself just without it on um yeah don't sleep with it don't smoke we're in college let's not pretend like Nobody's ever smoked before. <laughs> don't. Whenever you're if smoking. you're going to smoke something, anything, be careful. I'm not saying don't, but I don't think you're supposed to and be super careful. Um, but I wanted to go back to what you just said about like pulling it up 
and oh yeah, taking a breath. I've never, I've Thought never done that because I just started wearing a binder, mm-hmm. and it's more the like mental like I can't breathe, mm-hmm. even though I know I can breathe. Yeah, it's it's, it's compression. It's, it's just meant the to... idea of like. Can I actually breathe? Mm-hmm. Can I breathe? Yeah. And it gives me a lot of anxiety and I'll be texting my best friend and I'm like, dude. And they're like, if you're, if it hurts, take it off. And I'm like, it doesn't hurt. I'm just scared. Yeah. And they're like, why are you scared? And I'm like, cause what if I can't breathe? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, sh- you, so if you have your binder on one, don't exercise in it. That is a very big one. If you're going to do things where you actually need to be breathing, um, <laughs> don't wear a binder for those. Um, but when you have your binder on, you should be able to lift your arms above your head. You should be able to move, um, as you normally would. And if you cannot do that, you need to get a different size because you should be able to still move your body with it on. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I feel like that. Oh, and also one more thing. You are valid if you do not bind. Yes. Um, some yes. people are not able to bind. It's uncomfortable for them. You are valid if you do. You are valid if you don't. Don't feel like you need to in order. Don't feel like you need to, like, express androgyny if you, like, just because you have a certain label. Just because you identify as something doesn't mean that you have to keep continue putting yourself further into these boxes yes and that was a really important thing for you to tell me when we were having that whole like (laughs) three week meltdown where i was like i don't hate my body but sometimes i just want them to go away Mm -hmm. and then bring them back if needed Mm -hmm. yeah and a binder would help with that yeah because sometimes you while you have it on they're not there and then when you take it off they're there so Mm -hmm. for someone who wants to be more like gender fluid that would be a good tool Yes, yes. Um, I think we about covered everything on the list. <laughs> um, before we go, I just wanted to point out, like Emmy was saying, um, you are valid. Whatever you choose to decide to do, do not feel like you need to feel certain ways to use certain labels or make yourself feel you a certain to, way. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but don't feel like you have to present a certain way yes. to use a certain label either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's okay to interrupt me. I talk a lot. I know I do. <laughs> um, yeah, don't feel like you have to present a certain way or act a certain way or use certain labels because you feel certain ways because gender is actually just fake. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is a performance. It is... A social construct. Yes. A social, like, <laughs> a coastal construct, a social (laughs) construct, and do whatever makes you feel safe in your body, man. Mm -hmm. And I feel like one main thing to take away from this is to question what you know, you know, um, like question your gender. Like, I feel like everyone, if it's better to be affirmed in your gender than to like live your life being like, well, I wish I would have done this or like, I wish I would have tried this, like question everything, make sure that you live your life the way that you want to live your life um that's kind of it you're valid we see you reach out to the people you love yes and the gsec is here for you and there are campus resources where is that place that has binders um that's going to be stonewall in chico um it's downtown they do pay what you can binders um and then they also like 
will give you a binder make like you can try it on there and make sure that it fits you and everything like that and I'm sure there's people there um, that can give you tips and tricks and stuff like that we're also here at GSEC come ask me some questions Um, we can put like our information in like the description or something like that we have our information also just on the Instagram as well so reach out to us if you have questions want help want someone to talk to Mm-hmm. You're loved. <laughs> yes. Well, happy love everybody week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us, Yak. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.